Switched on on F104 and I'm joined in studio by Elizabeth Hurst from News. Hello. Hi, how are you? Thank you for popping in. So you headed out yesterday to kind of immerse yourself in the traffic of the city. What did you find out by sitting in the middle of it? Well, it's quite interesting because as a driver myself, you know, you notice certain bad behaviours in passing. But it's not until you kind of park yourself somewhere you see them in action. So there's a particularly bad junction in Ranla, um, in Ranla Village. I'm sure people kind of are aware of it. Where so. The main village continues. There's, um, you know, a left hand turn towards Rathmines. So I kind of parked myself there for about an hour. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to kind of observe bad behaviour. And God, did I see it in spades. I think there was 15, if not more, closer to 20 people, uh, drivers who broke red lights. Mm-hmm. A number of cyclists breaking red lights as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also incidents of road rage. A lot of, you know, people beeping. But there were so many of them that blocked up the yellow box. But there was no enforcement. Like, you know, what's the what's the enforcement there? It was, it was very interesting to kind of observe it all in a, as a continuous thing. Yeah. From an, um, almost like an outsider. Exactly. When you're not in a car, you're not in a bike, or you're not pedestrian, yeah. you don't have a particular view. But when you're just standing there and just watching, what time of day was this? Oh, it would have been maybe at 10, 11 o'clock in the okay. morning. So it, was, it wasn't it was rush hour yeah. at all. Got it. Yeah, like I would I would hate to think how many incidents I would have seen if I had been parked there at 8 o'clock. Yeah, right in the middle of rush you hour. Know. So I think that the thing is, whether no matter what way you use the roads, whether it's in a car, a cyclist, a pedestrian, I think you've always come across something because like that, I'm a driver and I'm a pedestrian. I don't cycle a lot. I cycled once into town, I think. And you do kind of come across a lot of bad drivers. I don't know if that's something that we've kind of just become aware of since the last couple of years or whether they're actually bad drivers who don't use indicators and you don't really know what they're going to do next. And you're kind of trying to guess while also maintaining your own road position and and all that. Absolutely. So I decided I wanted to speak to people in Ranla who were cyclists or also pedestrians. I did try a few drivers, a few taxi drivers, but unfortunately (laughs) they weren't too (laughs) forthcoming. Um, But, you know, a lot of cyclists kind of said to me, actually, I got a mixed mixed view. Some of them had said that driver re, uh, behavior had gotten a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that be- thanks to like segregated cycle lanes, they felt a lot safer. But um, some people who were pedestrians, but they are drivers in general. A lot of them said to me like, oh my God, the road rage out there is just unbelievable. You know, and especially since the COVID pandemic, mm-hmm. I think people are more frustrated. They're more anxious. They're you know, as we said, rage. And one man described it as like, he's like, it's insane. Mm-hmm. He said himself, he leaves at six o'clock in the morning to to get over to um, Tirana. He said, because sitting in the traffic, you know, it just drives him, drives him crazy. And I asked him, you know, what about breaking red lights? Especially because it's so visible, you know, if, if someone, yeah. if someone, you know, doesn't indicate or, you know, whatever, drives a little bit excessively in the speed limit, obviously it's, it's bad, but it's harder to notice. Mm-hmm. But it's glaringly obvious if someone breaks a red light, you know. Because it affects so many other areas yeah. then as well. And it's so like, you know, you see the red. Yeah. So um, uh, two two of the, the people I spoke to who were who were actually cyclists and a, and a pedestrian, but both were drivers in, in other times. They both admitted to me, oh, sure, I do it myself. You know, I mm. don't want to be caught. And I, I kind of wonder is... Are the, the traffic light signals as long as they were once were or is there just more traffic on the roads? I feel like I noticed that quite a bit and I was saying it to you earlier on that 
I come in there at Christchurch where they've just got loads of bollards and just plonked them in the middle of the road and we all just figure it out. And today it was far better than it has been any other day. I feel like traffic was moving far better and we were all kind of getting through the light and then it was kind of starting again with the new road, which I think is kind of how you want it to be instead of, you know, like two cars getting through and then you're sitting there for another, what well, feels like 10 minutes when I know it's not. But it, it does feels feel like, like an eternity. <laughs> and you're like, I just want to go to work. I just want to go and get my day done. But how have we become then more impatient? Is it kind of down to us rather than the roads? I don't know, but potentially as well, a lot of people are kind of going back to the office. They've mm-hmm. had maybe two years, nearly, God, nearly three for some people at home. And, you know, with COVID and all the rest, and now they have to go back into the office and hope to go back into commuting. Yeah. And by God, it's frustrating. I understand I'm a commuter myself, you know, but in my opinion, you know, behaviour has gotten worse and mm-hmm. people's tensions, people's patience rather, has worn thin. Yeah, absolutely. But there has been some s- statistics regarding penalties as well. Exactly, I? yeah. So unfortunately, Dubliners seem to be the worst in the class regarding penalty points. But, <laughs> I'm not you know, surprised. <laughs> we do have the, 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 the biggest population, so I'm just putting it on to that. <laughs> but like, so the recent stat- statistics from the RSA, they do a monthly breakdown of penalty points offences. Mm-hmm. Um, so last month, 117,000 drivers in Dublin um, received penalty points. Now, the most common of offences, you know, speeding, holding the phone, but also, as we mentioned, breaking lights. Mm. Um, 1.39 million penalty points were, were levied out against Dublin drivers last year. So, you know, I we spoke to um, Brian Farrell from the RSA and he said, now, this penalty, the penalty point system does seem to be working because a lot of people aren't repeat offenders. They might get one penalty point, two, three, and, you know, it kind of puts... <laughs> Put some very, you know, they're they're scared, yeah, they're and then like, they, oops, they yeah. you know, they they make a mistake. But yeah. it um, doesn't seem that we have a lot of repeat offenders. Okay, well that's good, um, which is good thing, and yeah. that's what he said. The system is working, mm-hmm. but you know, he he says we don't want anyone to get penalty points mm-hmm. at all. But unfortunately, it's a system that has to be implemented because people will always test the boundaries and Absolutely. the rules of the road. So. You know, I also spoke to uh, a number of cyclists this week, including Una Morrison from the Dublin Cycling Coalition. And she kind of mentioned to me, you know, as we said, driver behaviour is very poor. But I put it to her as well about what cyclists' role is on the roads. Because as a driver, as I said, you know, I sit at traffic lights sometimes and I see a number of cyclists just drive straight through a red Mm -hmm. light. Mm -hmm. So surely the rules of the road should apply to everyone in Mm -hmm. that case. And she agreed, you know, absolutely. Um, but I've 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 kind of put it to her. Should we have some sort of a rules of the road schooling yeah. in school for pedestrians, for cyclists, for drivers, um, that that children and young people will know from a very young age that these are the standards that are expected of you mm-hmm. when you go on the road, whether you be education to everybody exactly because. Yeah. Presently, like, if you don't want to learn to drive or if, you know, obviously it's a massive financial burden, mm-hmm. it's hugely expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, You don't know the rules of the road until you go and sit your theory test. And that's, that's true, actually. That's yeah. you making a conscious decision to do that. I remember going to do my theory test many years ago, many moons ago. <laughs> <laughs> and um, beforehand, you know, when you're doing the studying, there's so many elements of the rules of the road that you just don't know you know mm-hmm. like right of way or roundabouts and yes. all the rest and if you're not conscious of that or cognizant of of the actual intricacies of the rules of the road 
and you're a user, but albeit on a bike or on a scooter. Or... You're kind of going to wing it, aren't you? Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't give way to who? You know? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm on the road. Exactly. And like, you know, obviously everyone has personal responsibility and liability yeah. as well. And we need to also look at that. Because drivers, you know, obviously can be castigated for bad behaviour and through the stats alone we can see that there is yeah. bad behaviour. But I think, as we said, everyone has responsibility on the road. Absolutely. And hopefully, you know, we will get better as it. I think we have become impatient and I do think there's an element of education that is probably needed there too. So hopefully that will happen in the near future. Absolutely. <laughs> Elizabeth, thank you so much. Thank you so much.